are listening to the Consciously Curious Podcast, where we dissect those that are thriving in their field in order to lay down the steps for others to follow. I'm your host, Victor Chan. This show is for those that don't know what they want to do in life or are simply just curious. If you know someone that would be perfect for the show or have a passion you want me to explore, please send it my way. In this episode, we jam with the co-owners of Fernwood Barbershop. I met Carlo and Patrick when they worked at Andre's Barbershop in Lakeview. Prior to recording, I just learned Dang was a paramedic and made a pivot in his own life. They've recently hit the one-year milestone at Fernwood, and it was the perfect time to reflect. We go into their origin stories, barber college, and how they're striving to cultivate a sense of family within the shop. They're keen on the future while respecting the roots they came from. Please enjoy my conversation with Fernwood Barbers. Um, we're at Fernwood Barbershop with the co-owners of Fernwood Barbershop. Um, we have Patrick and Carlo Mendoza, and then Dang Winning. Dang Winning. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for spending this Sunday evening with me. Yeah, no, no thank doubt. you. Thank, thank you, you for having, having us. us. Seriously. <laughs> it's been a long episode in the making. Yeah, um, it has. In your own words, can you describe what a barber does? What it means to you, the art of cutting hair Ooh, who wants to start carlo i know you're good let's at just throw it in the fire pit like too. let's add add everyone's excitement yeah barbers what a barber does is is has a has an ability has a vision but with their vision they can it's kind of powerful because there's so many emotions that come from the action <clears throat> it's like a gift that keeps on giving you 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 express yourself as a, as a barber by through the cut and that's your art right. for the barber for the client in the chair they're just they're they're in your hands and they trust you so they come in feeling away as throughout the process they're looking in the mirror and then they see like them transforming and then as the time that they leave you 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 give them this mirror their emotions, their 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 eyes, like their mm. things could can change the water back out, and it's almost like power because because of your art and your skill, you affected, you made someone transform into something, yeah. feel something, and and that's that's a, there's a lot there's a lot of and then after for the next week or two for the for the month that they have this right. haircut, people are talking about it. They're getting comments. They're still yeah. feeling something, mm. and it's a feeling. And it's, it's a experience, feeling. and you know? and it's crazy is that the barber doesn't even know what they go through, what they feel, but the the client does. And when they come back, it's just picking up where you left off, and it just keeps on giving. And then mm. that's just how I look at. That's why. That's why. There's a lot of things of why I love it, but that aspect right there is something that I could. I couldn't explain until I actually got into cutting hair. Sure. Over in yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything? Any color to add? Man, barbering to me, it's it's more than words. You know, mm. it's a feeling. It's a lifestyle. It's it's who I am. Like, you know, I feel like it's a deep embodiment of of. It's just I don't know. It's more than words. It's, sure. it's hard. It's hard to speak on. You know, just on what exactly barbering it is to me. It, it's it's everything to me. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think you know 
with it being a passion or whatever, um, it's also a place to just hang out. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, kind of just build this relationship with your with your customers and like the environment. You guys kind of become friends, you know, or family almost, you know. Right. And it's yeah, really it's like a community. Okay. Yeah. A brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, there was a, a bartender that I had on previously, and he I, he corrected me after I said customer or client, whoever walked into his mm-hmm. bar, and he always refers to them as a guest. They're a guest in your home. For and, sure. and, and you've been treating everyone like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, that's like, everyone, that's yeah. Like that. I, I, right. That's why I tell, like, everyone that comes in, you know, as soon as they walk through that door, like, their family automatically, whoever sits in that chair, mm-hmm. in our chair, in my chair, like, yo, you're, you're automatically family. I'm going to treat you the same way as no matter who it was before right. in that chair after like no matter what the hell you do right you know as a profession or career or whatnot matter. it does not fucking matter like Ooh. when you're here you're fam right. and that's it i dig it um at what point in your life like growing up did you realize you wanted to cut hair Ooh, what Ooh, that game. But man we've i've i've grown up around it okay you know my growing up I didn't find out that my grandpa uh, or my grandfather on my mom's side was that's how he supported our mm-hmm. whole family you know? oh okay he was a barber back in Vietnam oh, no and way. He, he him and his brother they had like a barber shop over there in uh, Ho Chi Minh City okay. Saigon in the blood <laughs> yeah it's definitely in my blood and like as I said I grew up around it you know my brother and two of my uncles growing up like they would cut everyone's hair all okay. the boys here in the family so, you know. Okay. Yeah, for us as uh, as kids, um, we would just kind of, my, my friends and I or whatever, we just cut each other's hair, you know. Um, kind of necessity, just so it's cheap. Because no one else would have, oh, because no, it's cheap. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was just like a hobby, you know. Really? Um, but to do it as a profession. Right. Happened way later, and then you know, way Car-, Car, yeah, Carlo was the one that kind of put that in my head. It's like, hey man, like we could actually do this as a profession, you know? Like yeah. we should take a shot at it, and yeah, I never looked back ever since then. Same, same for you. You were just kind of growing up messing with it, like just cutting your friends' friends hair. I, I actually, I was actually as a, as the younger brother, I'm always like tagging along, copying, trying to see. See what my older brother and their friends or their crew is okay. doing, and a lot of them were cutting each other's hair, and I'm like, man, it's it's actually, it was really interesting that they weren't even professionals. They had they had developed this skill, and we're around the same age, and I was like, man, I wanna. No one in my group and my come to your I'm new for your generation. Like no one in my group is doing this. Let, okay. me, let me let me try this out, and okay. next thing you know, people started asking me to do it again and do it more and that's when I was like maybe it's just me because I'm sometimes can be too nice I don't like saying no uh, so the fact it. the fact that they asked me someone asked, saw anyone asked me for a haircut I was like wow like I'm almost like an honor like they <laughs> they want me to go to Paris so then I think that's that's when I was like man I just feel this is a good feeling yeah yeah was this the in, intended profession for you guys growing up oh no definitely no? not at all definitely not what was the in, the, the primary vision for me or for what I thought my parents wanted for me? Well, sometimes those match up, right? Mm-hmm. Growing up, you, you, 
your parents set a direction for you and you're kind of on that path. Yeah, I always knew that I wanted to, you know, work and deal with people. Yeah. You know, helping in any any type of way I can. Okay. So, you know, that's why I went to UIC and got my psych degree. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, dabbled in that for a little bit and just wasn't really happy with with uh, what I was doing at the time. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the drawing board, you know, that's when I, long story short, you know, I got my, went to paramedic school. and You went to yeah. paramedic school? Yeah. I I'm didn't a, know that. I'm a, yeah, okay. I was a licensed medic too. Oh, no shit. But, yeah, went to Malcolm X. Oh, did yeah. All that. yeah. 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 Nice. Wait, you're a, you're, He's a paramedic. paramedic. Right now? Yeah. Oh, I teach an EMT class. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you get man. it. <laughs> dude, I know about that life, man. That was my life. But. And, and what, you, did you try it for a little You tried it for a little bit, and you're like, this yeah, is... Yeah, soon, as soon as I was done with school and um, my ride time, uh, when I, you know, with Malcolm, we had an internship, yeah, summer CFD, internship right. with CFD, yeah. So I got to see a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know, the good and the bad, and, like, it's, it, the savings lives part was cool, Yeah. but the lives that, you know were lost like that I saw and you know underneath my own hands that it, it was tough you know stressful mm-hmm. and you know after I graduated and got my license I I think I worked for like maybe two three months as mm-hmm. a medic and, and then after that I was like you know what power to you man that's yeah. it's not easy I can't man. do it I gotta follow like I'm I gotta, slowly leading yeah. to that yeah <laughs> I'm gonna go hard and you know what I'm passionate about okay. and and, and at that time, you were still cutting hair for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at that time, did you make that realization of like, hey, let's go all in on this yeah, barber thing? For sure. I mean, throughout the years, you know, I've, you know, growing up in the whole barbering community, it isn't what it is now. Oh, okay. And back then, like, yeah. the only two, bar- or the only barbers that I knew of that were Asian were me and Carlo. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I knew. And now, like... Now look at it. Right. It's awesome. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? I feel I'm probably along the same lines as you. Um, <clears throat> growing up in a Filipino family, mm-hmm. you know, um, coming out of high school is like, yeah, you know, job security. Of course, I'm gonna go nursing. Good job, right? right? right. Medical field. Um, <laughs> pretty much, I just I just did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Not really finished one thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a weird part of my life. I was just like kind of lost or whatever. I was hmm. just like, I mean, I learned that I did want to work with people. Um, and just in the interactions, what I like, you know, I can't sit behind a desk, oh, you know, yeah. and that's just not for me. And I think just that human interaction and helping somebody um, is kind of where I kind of knew that's where I wanted, okay. wanted to go. And, um, when yeah that, that was that's what i was supposed to do okay and then until i got the idea from carlo so carlo started it carl so it's it's weird because like when i was so i was about like sixth grade so he's in fourth okay right? um my friends and i would kind of cut each other's that, hair that young that's I, I mean, it was it was very basic cuts for sure Un, that was when the undercuts the middle part you but know you kind of most kids are just <laughs> running around in the backyard you know yeah. that's insane yeah i mean so it was just like I said, necessity, and I kind of had Carlo kind of clean me up one time, and I guess he just fell in love with it, and he got really good. Mm-hmm. He got really good that I didn't. I only. I don't have to cut anymore. You mm-hmm. know, he could just cut my hair, mm-hmm. and so you know, 
he he took it to another level and it wasn't till about maybe six or seven years ago mm. where he was just like hey man i'm gonna go to barber school you should do it too you know and you might like it who knows because i'm wasting my money going to school so i was like you know what why not you were ner- like pre-nursing or nursing like i said I, I tried doing surgical tech. I limbo. tried doing like a radio. I was like, nah, not this, not okay. this. Okay. So I spent, yeah, okay, like three, gotcha. four years doing, oh, shit. <laughs> trying to good. find my, my way, I guess. Right, 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 right. But, you know, ever since then, never looked back. Well, way to be the trailblazer. You know? Good, good for you. Yeah. yeah, thanks. I mean, if anything, basketball was my main oh. passion growing up. Cutting hair was just like a was a hobby. Okay. I always knew I wanted to end up as a barber. I was like, oh, when I get older, older, because it was oh. just this norm was a barber. You're old, you're older, gentleman, you know. Sure. So then I was like, I'm gonna go. I did. I took ba- played basketball, uh, played overseas for a few years, and and it was a blessing in disguise where I got injured and and I thought about it. I was like. I gotta, I'm gonna get a head start in this barber career now. Okay. But basically, what is happening right now, like when, when Dang and I spoke back in like 2008 about potentially having a shop, yeah. everything that had happened is right now is I technically had envisioned it and wished for it in my mind and envisioned this shop, a place is what it is. And it's kind of crazy, it's like as, as things is actually happening, surrounding myself. I was like, I want to be work with surrounding myself with like-minded people who work just as hard mm-hmm. as passionate. And along the way, there was other barbers in our community that that I would cut their hair and Patrick too growing up, and they work with us now. And that's why oh. it's like it really it's really crazy is because we couldn't force someone to become a barber. They kind of kind of happened. It kind of became part of them. Mm-hmm. And when I saw potential in my brother becoming a good barber, I brought it up to him, and he he bought he went in he bought into the system he he actually became a part of him. So then now, Andre, Jasper, Mikey, and uh, grew up in everything. They, we all kind of grew up into went to school and went along this process. And now that they're here, there's other barbers that is that we met uh, met like Daniel, Manny, and. And Andrew, Andrew, because mm-hmm. and and now we're all together. We all linked up. We've talked about it, and now it's just like, like, it's. I'm just so happy. It's, 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 <laughs> you guys crazy. are on cloud nine. <laughs> it is, and, and it's just the beginning. But really, like, to go back to the question of, right, of, right. of, of, of did I know that one come about? Yes, and it's 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 came back more. Than I ever imagined, and it's just getting started. Oh it's shit! Crazy. That's a cool feeling it's that it's crazy. just get because looking from the outside looking in, you guys have been like masters of your craft. But to hear oh, that, mm-hmm. to hear that, and it's so humble. To hear I w- you yeah, I wouldn't that. say we're a master, or I wouldn't say I'm a master of. I mean, I appreciate that. It's so really? cool. To, yeah. Like, it's good to hear that as well. You know, as like as the creator, it's so good to, to keep yourself grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Just to, to say we're just getting started. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Um, can you? So, is it a necessity to go to barber school now nowadays? By the for the for <coughs> Illinois, okay, it is required to have to go to school, get a license, and to operate at least uh, 
for Illinois. Okay. Do I? Mm-hmm. It depends which way you look at it. I, I'd say is like there is a lot of to become talented barbers. There's people who don't go to school and they can develop the skill and it's it's, it's their will. Uh, I guess it depends on where you're located. Yeah. Oh. That's why I say the piece it, of that piece of paper doesn't make you. Yeah, a exactly. Like, exactly. You know but, what's in there. Okay. is what makes you. A what I do feel is like by going to school, going through the process, kind of like paying the dues, learning the, the the steps along the way. And there's a lot of things that, in, as far as aside from the cutting aspect, that you can learn how to become. Because barbering is not just cutting hair is just one part of it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a small. It, that's just a small. small okay, small okay. There's, there's there's so much other parts to become a, a well-rounded barber, and and that's why going to school can help. And, and, and learning those things, it can kind of polish up those those topics. Okay, so can you can you kind of like dive deeper into the other half, the other like ninety percent, ninety nine percent of that that pie? I mean, of being a barber. Yeah. What do they What do they go through in school then? If if cutting is just a sliver. I mean, I guess part of it's like customer etiquette. You know, I mean. Okay. It's the service. It's the service. Like, for anything, we're here to serve you. And they you actually know? go through that in school. Well, yeah. yeah, and I mean, especially because of the school that we went to, um, we went to the Barber Academy okay. in Schaumburg. Oh, no, okay. And um, so the way they taught us is, you know, we're, we're cutting live people from day one, you know, and and you get to develop your, your, your skill in talking to somebody, um, getting to know them, and, and be personable right. and, and, and res- responsible, respect- respectable, you know, and... Yeah, it's just, it's, it's also, it's, it's more than just cutting hair, I get you. you know, Are you, customer service. On, on the scale of introverted to extroverted, how would you guys describe yourselves? Ooh, I would say I'm uh, right there in the middle. Okay. I feel like, more, more on the extroverted side though, oh, okay. for sure, yeah. Okay, okay. How about you, yeah, how about you guys? Uh, yeah, I love, I love talking to people. I love, oh, okay. Yeah, I... I I love the conversation. I just love just hanging out. You know, it's a large part of being mm-hmm. a barber, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it depends on the situation and stuff. The situation. I mean, some so. people thrive on a one-on-one situation, so mm-hmm. they probably would thrive in a barber setting then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I dealt, like I was doing, you know, private appointments before opening up here with these guys, opening up firm with these guys. Okay. I was doing private appointments for like good like five, six years, mm-hmm. and you know it's. I learned a lot about myself during those years and just being able to, you know, interact with, you know, a person or a friend like one on one like that and just build that, that well, f- build that relationship. At that point, your name is your brand if you're doing private appointments, mm-hmm. right? So you're yeah, literally my brand was Dane Cuts Hair, exactly. you know, That's, that was me for the past yeah. however many years. But now it's just it's more than me. It's always been more than me, you know. OK. You know, Dane Cuts Hair was just like that facade or, or just just a name you know sure, it can sure, really sure. mean much. so through through barber school do they hook you up with an apprenticeship or is that something you have to seek out on your own how does that how does that process work out you kind of seek that on your own oh okay. i mean you know you go through was it 1500 hours 1500 hours they In teach school. you yeah they oh, okay. um and then afterwards they do have a network too like other barber shops will kind of reach out to them like Hey, we're hiring or whatever, and there's like a bulletin board, <laughs> numbers they can connect you with certain people. Oh, okay. But I mean, in, in the end of the day, it's on you, you For know. Sure. But 
I feel like, especially the network that you could build with other students in, in the school, right. you can kind of get an in somewhere. Because a lot of these guys, like we said, um, you don't necessarily, like these guys are really talented. They've been doing it forever, but now they just want that license. Right. So you're not only are you learning from the teacher, but you're learning from your peers who are just really good. And then they may be in another shop. You know, they can plug you in to mm. a number or somebody. But in the end, it's you. Okay. So straight out of school, did you guys? I met you guys through Andres, right? But like, was there a shop before the, Andres? Or no, that was yeah, the, shout that out to Andres. That was the first shop. That's okay. the roots. Uh, worked at, okay. Worked at, and with a few, well, a few of us from who went to the same school. After school, we, we kind of all cycled in working at Andres, and it was just a that one learned a lot as well as because meeting working at Andres it's been a, a barbershop that has a lot of history it's been around since 59 okay and shout out Kirk shout out Kirk <laughs> <laughs> what up Kirk Kirk Merchant uh, yeah and yeah that was that was a that was the the first shop and we all where we all built the chemistry to know that we can work together okay okay did you guys grow up together or how did how did the what's the origin story behind you that you three well me and Carlo are brothers for right? sure yeah and then I met Carlo years years yeah. ago through basketball you basketball. know basketball it all started from yeah. basketball yeah. okay pbl yep you know i remember seeing him like oh man that guy's got a fresh ass cut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wonder this, where he this guy's yeah. a barber and i was like what i was like i've mm-hmm. got to talk to him. and we're on the court and i'm like I've, i just hear that he's a barber same uh, <laughs> and we're on the court playing i was like oh man this is another barber that's where the bromance happened. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can do it again. No, hey, bro, you cut too? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be friends. And that's how I met Dang is through Carlo, obviously. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, and where did you did you get where did you get your kind of hours in after school? After uh, I started in uh, working in barbershops since I was nineteen. Oh. Yeah. Like way way so way you've back. Been in the game. Mm-hmm. And then you went, did you go to school or did you? I got my uh, license in Argyle. <laughs> From Argyle? From Argyle, There's a yeah. Argyle? Oh, that's dope. So a school. For some, There's a school in for Argyle. For some, is it more of just a piece of paper, a certificate? And for others, they've it's actually like laid down the foundation? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay. It's, it's crazy. It's, uh, at school, you would even have people who've retired, 65. That just want to pick up a and hobby? And then that was always mm-hmm. their dream was just, I just want to be the neighborhood barber and just cut whoever I want to cut. Oh. And it's like the hobby, but... Hey, I'm I'm licensed now. I'm a barber, and they want to just do a, something totally different. And then mm-hmm. now, now that they have programs now in school, while you're in high school, you could still take you could still take hours to go to school. So by the time you're graduated, you can be finished with your hours and already get start immediately on your career after so, high school. Yeah. So when we were just starting as low as like as as young as 15, going all the way up to 65, 65. you know. So. You're meeting, you're constantly meeting people of all ages, conversations. It's just it's just part of the shop experience and you learn a lot every day. Okay, that's good to hear. I, I feel like you guys have had so much experience before going into school. Mm-hmm. So like what percentage of school attributed to what you're like what you are now? I would, I would say that the, in school I learned a lot about the anatomy, the head shape, the structure. Oh. So so learning how yeah. to to blend and fade of a technique of making levels and blending out blending it mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. that's something that I had an experience for by just learning with my prior to school okay but while in school it's all about learning, learning. you're learning like the vernacular yes. and yeah. like the anatomy placement, like you said 
of the way lines according to head because someone can make if you just make a line and or even just make it if you just blend out a hair I blend out a hair but if it doesn't suit the person's head shape or frame their face right it it's not the best that it could suit the client and that's and that's what we all I feel like in the shop we take pride in is that is making sure that the haircut is 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 tailored. Suits the client is tailored for the yeah. client and, and, and in, in school that helped that we helped learning that to especially because of head shapes and hair types and we've seen at school you get that's where you can learn and and, and make your mistakes in that sense but that's mm -hmm. where you learn from and the, all people from all all types hair types and head shapes so they come in and you can learn and mm -hmm. that way. and then yeah that helped a lot that helped a lot in school is there a certain um tough shape or type of hair to, to cut tougher than others um, or something that just like you have to add extra hours of study into i don't i wouldn't say there's any tougher okay. types of texture or style it's just like starting off you don't you know it's kind of like a blank canvas and mm -hmm. you know i guess by default we learned how to cut asian hair sure first. yeah it's, it's, it's on the person it's just, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it all depends yeah. on the person what you're used to, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, like you said, like we're used to cutting Asian. Hair. I mean, in in school, within that fifteen hundred hours, did you get every demographic out there? Yeah, we were fortunate enough so. that mm -hmm. oh, okay. our school is totally yeah. diverse. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, okay. I think I think anything new is what was difficult. Okay, you know? for no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Yeah. And also touching to uh, like the, another benefit of going to school, and that you know, like where you learned a lot of your base from is you know the school can bring in volume that you may necessarily like not be able to do on your own mm -hmm. as a beginner so you're getting all this practice all this different types of hair head shapes you know ethnicity, ethnicities and everything and just the repetition you're, you know you just got to keep getting your reps in right that's the only way to really get good right you know? I think the United States is the only country that requires a cert license a license, a license okay. actually i think so i think so too. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> but you mentioned illinois earlier so it, it's different per state oh, yeah or? yeah some states don't need it or no you do it's just the requirements are, are different. different like number of hours or things yep. like that okay yeah. oh, okay exams okay. and then some require a practical exam to get the license some just to require an, a, a, a test Okay. Uh, written, written it's interesting because like n none of your like guests and clients like have come in like where's your license you know like no one's going to question you I mean we have them right know? right mm -hmm. right right um, and we do have it I mean you, it should be up we, I think we did some moving around but oh, it, for it sure, normally for sure. is up it should, so it should be yeah, posted it should up. Be okay up. okay yeah. um, as far as the day to day goes like at Andre's it was walk in only yeah right What's the and now you guys do appointments? So like, at we the, do what's, both. You do both. We do both. What's, what's the logic? Because because yeah. there would be a line for you guys like hours. <laughs> I so mean, we want to be able to be able to like you know have uh, give options to anyone who walks through that door. Right. Because I mean, the time now, people are more inclined to have the appointments. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I need to know when I'm gonna get in. This and that. They, people are so on the go you know they kind of need to plan their whole day but on the other side there is a bunch of people who can't commit for that reason that they're always on the go and they need 
that walk-in. That walk-in. Like, hey, whenever I have time, I'm going to come in. But sometimes they're chilling here for like hours Mm -hmm. because you guys are that good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we can just build a I feel like they come, that's one thing, but, you know... They, I feel like they come for us. Like, oh, you know? they come to hang out? For, yeah, to hang out, yeah. everybody. There could also be people walking by in the neighborhood. They just see all these people hanging out. It sparks a buzz. They out. just walk in, That's and so they can have that opportunity to get a haircut. So people just walking by or people just being referred, and people, and that's why we want to... Maybe that's again another side of me. Is like I don't like to say no to people because I want to take care of everybody. Anybody who comes in that door who wants to get oh, a haircut, man. I want to. I want everyone to get taken care of. And that and that doesn't matter if it's just by me, by everybody else. Everyone's taking getting taken care of. Because we're we're trying to build a community, and I feel like with Fernwood is. I mean, that's what it represents is the community, family aspect. So it's like anybody that walks into that door, even if it's their first time, we we try and build an atmosphere, an environment where people are welcome you know it's yeah. like yeah there's a bunch of people here having a good time are pretty chill you know mm-hmm. and not feel like oh you're the new guy or, you know kind of like yeah. just, just, just by being spot. us you know letting everything happen organically and but, yeah. we, but I, it's, I'm, I'm very happy that you were able to experience and see what it was like at Andre seeing the hours and the weights and we cannot thank our client, friends family clients who do are so patient and wait hours it almost fuels and drives us to continue to get better at a craft to give to give the best service and hair quality haircut because someone is giving their time that value of their time that they wait and then they appreciate our service it almost we, we, we do we give it back by the haircut so the moment that, time that they are in the chair those hours that they have waited we believe it Mm-hmm. We're gonna give it back. It'll be worth it. So that's why I thank everybody. Thank everybody who's listening. Listen for for all the people who are waiting, who are patient at all times. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Really. Well, one thing. So you you said you you you've been to Andres. You've mm-hmm. waited. Well, just stepping into Andres and stepping into here. You've been here too. It's like, yeah. what's the difference? What do you like? Or what are your thoughts on on just how how that looked the like? Appointments and walk-ins. And walk-ins or the vibe. Anything. I think I had an appointment, but I uh, I didn't pick a specific barber. And to be honest, I was actually I wasn't nervous going to Jasper. Jasper was great, and oh, walking walking out of here, I feel like I could have gone to anyone and been satisfied with my cut. Seriously, nice. Um, and you know the ambiance and not just like what it looks like aesthetically inside, but how you guys interact with each client was a little. To be honest, a little warmer than than Andres. Mm-hmm. Andres was a little packed, but I mean, both places have that old school barber vibe. Um, so I can I dig both both yeah. places. Um, but how do you guys like? How do you guys? When when was the right time to like branch out? When Man. did you guys feel ready to to branch out? So it, it I think it was just a feeling. Like yeah, it's yeah, hard to like pinpoint exactly. Yeah. Like were you tired of the working? Timing. Like just. Dan cuts hair. Like, were you were you wanted something more than that? Yeah. Okay. And I've always been a goal oriented. To have your own person. To not necessarily have my own. Like I've all like you know we're doing it together. It's just not my myself, not right, by myself. Right. So you know like I knew that I just wanted something more when I found out my wife was pregnant. Oh, okay. And I was like, you know what? Like, all right, like let's get things in the gear and let's get it going. Right. <laughs> you okay. know. Interesting. Yeah. Was it tough walking away from Andres? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, was that was bittersweet. Yes. I mean, 
that basically how I me as a barber grew in there you know mm. like I learned most of my my stuff is from from right. Andres learning from Kirk yeah. just changing it up you know because then yeah definitely learning a lot of service meeting people but even just becoming in the city because we all we were well for me I'm speaking from myself too I was we're in the suburbs mm. and there wasn't really many shops but to be in the city and to kind of get that feeling the vibe and it's just kind of like it gave me like a leaving there I felt more confident more prepared more ready to open it uh, to, to be a business owner and shop learn because our previous owner Kirk he had trust us given us the trust to run the shop and he kind of showed us the ways but he let us do our thing mm -hmm. and when we built that country I felt like we we're ready because when I first when I, when I first started in that shop there was only one other barber working at that time Kirk was saying, do you know any other barbers? We all, we all worked, and our goal at that time was simple as this. Let's just get this place busy. Mm. All right. Then we did. Years go by, we, we staffed the chairs full, for, full time, and the place is lines out the door right. that we have more than enough barbers. And then I realized, <clears throat> I, I was like, where do we go from here? And I felt like at that, that time, I was just like, I think it's a, it's a sign or it's a time. And then... As things all fell into place, we linked up with Dang, and we and we were, we've talked about it, but in the past timing wasn't right. I was overseas. He was doing, he was mm. working in shops. I'm kind of, I'm really happy that it did. Like it kind of happened the way that it did because, mm. had Dang and I did it back in 08, it would it would just kind of just be us two and this thing. But now we have a a, a bigger squad family, and I'm just like. The timing was everything with this. Yeah, because the chemistry too with working with Jasper, Mikey, Andre, like Andrew, Daniel, Andrew. Yeah, like this was this was the goal Manny from the too. beginning. Manny. Yeah, Manny. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's it was the timing of everything. You know, we all got to grow individually and kind of build clientele, and uh, you know the vibe of working together. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, now what? You know, let's, let's do it. You know. This is amazing. Yeah. You've assembled the Avengers, the dream team, <laughs> essentially. You, you, you've cultivated your dream team. Hey, I like that. Hey, cultivate the roots. Cultivate. So, yeah, cultivate tell me about roots. roots. And it, yeah, it's cool to, like, see, you know, the rest of the guys and see their come up and, you know, yeah. see them get cultivated and everything. And <laughs> well, just, yeah. no. Yeah, what I'm ahead. saying, too, is they definitely cultivating, but in uh, to see... So, Yes, we were from Chicago, except for Manny and Daniel. What, what's also interesting is about our group is, our, our team is that Manny and Daniel are from the West Coast, and then they've been cutting hair. They, they've developed their style, and they have, they have, they're bringing a little bit of the West Coast, California. Mm. The Chicago, Cali vibes. The yeah. Cali vibes to Chicago. Hey, okay. yeah. And as far as the barbering, what's kind of crazy, if you're talking about like assembling and, and timing, Manny was Manny has been cutting hair for a while too. Manuel Fresh is is, is an Instagram. <laughs> we've we've, we've a, a handful of our barbers been following and, and came up with him. And then, long story short, moves to Chicago, Just and in time. and and we were have mutual friends and we met. Next thing you know, fast forward, we we're working together. But the thing too is, is it, it's almost like when we work together, seeing his, his style of of the cut of of working together. He, we asked him, was like, hey, do you notice, <clears throat> how is it? Because we, we haven't cut in, in California, but he's telling us it, Chicago has a different 
different vibe that the style of cuts is slightly different but he he was describing it and it was just kind of like i was like wow like the fact that we all come together we mesh whether you're any part of the world or in the nation we can share barbering is what brought us together mm -hmm. and then that's and then yeah. now we're here and then same daniel too I mean, I can go yeah. on. I can, I can yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah. I can talk yeah. about our barbers. Well, basically, the, 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 yeah, come I can here, talk about the passion. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, <clears throat> this is what brought us together. That's yeah. sick. All right, damn man. Yeah. <laughs> I can talk about everybody. <laughs> so long. That's how much no, I for feel. Sure. That's yeah. how we love all of them. I love you know? them all. I know. I, and all our brothers. I think your your thought was like, I wanted everyone on here. And I just didn't have enough microphones, sadly. Yeah, that was also misunderstood. I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Get the whole shop yeah, in the here. Yeah, the whole squad in here. The whole, I'm so sorry. Whole squad. Damn. Yeah. No, episode two. Episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, episode two. Everybody has their own story, plus more. Why, why the city instead of the burbs? I, I think the simple fact of seeing all types of people, the, the demographic. Why North Center? The energy. Uh, <clears throat> North Center. We, so when we, when we were... When we were looking, there's factors that we kind of we were wanted to be by the inter, like an intersection traffic having parking. Mm -hmm. There's being our surroundings being by a train like beer, like the, the the location of what is surrounding it 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 can fit. Yeah. But the time uh, there's timing. That's timing. Time, yeah. yeah. The timing is in when we went to barber school. It was uh, Mike Weinberg was which is the old previous owner of Iron Heritage, which was mm -hmm. the barbershop here before oh, okay. and Patrick Patrick was was cat it was it was just a through conversation and it just came up you know they're, they're trying to relocate and uh, so not necessarily we chose North Center um, it kind of happened like organic. Just happened. Oh. organic yeah but yeah. how it worked out was we're from the North Burbs, you know <clears throat> uh, so a lot of our customers from Skokie Evanston uh, Glenview, Niles, like right. that, like that, where all those meet, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time, we worked at three different shops: West Loop. We worked in the West Loop, right. Lakeview, right. and we still cut it in the suburbs. So the fact that this came up as North Center, which is almost kind of in the center middle. of yeah. the yeah. burbs and everything, it was just crazy. Interesting. Okay. And it was just like, yeah, this is this is it. Yeah, I'm from the city. I grew up, born and raised in Chicago. So. Oh, okay. You know, all the shops that I've worked at is in the city, so. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just I know don't it's, see, it's yeah. probably pricey in the city, but, but you guys make it work. Just make it work. I mean, eventually that, that'd be cool to have another one in the burbs. <laughs> you know? mm, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. You know, <laughs> everyone talks cool. about scaling up when you're ready, but then, oh, you that's know, not, yeah. do you, do you, how do you retain that same charm um, that you guys have built at the at the first location, you know. Oh yeah, well, it's, it's I mean, hard to. That's, that's, I know it's like that's conversation that's way down the line. It's hard yeah. to let go. Um, you got You really have to trust that that next. Oh person. yeah, we're still learning. We're it's, still learning. In barber school, do they teach you how to run a run a business? Yeah, there's a, there's a business there's a section, section for that. that. Okay. Uh, licensing. Um, like I said, the customer service. Everything now, like what about cash versus credit? Because you guys are. I keep forgetting that you guys are cash only. It's just I think it depends. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's old preference. Old school. Yeah, it's old school. You guys have like a modern slash old school like vibe going on. Yep. Yeah. Because without the tradition of, of barbering, barbering it would, that's what barbering is the oldest, well, the oldest, oldest profession, profession next next to 
prostitution, which is <laughs> which is hey, next to that. Are... Next to that, but uh, barber is an oldest profession, and I think it's understanding the roots to knowing what has it has grown into now. Mm-hmm. Is not that one is right or wrong, and I think it's just adapting to the times, yep, keeping up paying with respect, times, yeah. adapting to the times, and paying respect to what to those before us, and that's. When you combine it, I feel like being anyone who walks in the door, whether what what generation you're from, you can you can relate. You can relate somewhat to something in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I I think it's my favorite scenes in the shop is when you have like a little kid, all the way, and then you get some you know senior senior you know an older guy just coming hanging out, and you know and just vibing out with each mm-hmm. other, and everyone's just. It's from all walks yeah, of life. All walks of life. Different ethnicities. Part to add, sorry, sorry, to no, add please, to please. add a wide North Center, but um, when we were looking at the space, uh, Patrick had talked to to Mike and was just like, "Hey, uh, catching up. We're we're, we're actually looking for for spaces for a shop." He's all, "Really? I'm looking to move. Want to come check out the shop?" We checked it out. The place, the size from was was a decent size, but what else attracted us was, was there's a side yard. And we I, I haven't seen any barbershop with it, and, and let alone it's in the middle of the city. It was, it just kind of like, it felt really homey. Mm. Like very home and just felt. Felt right. Felt, felt right, yeah. And you guys had your, what, one year? Mm-hmm. The one year? Yep, yeah, August 3rd. Yeah, August. Congrats on that, guys. Thank you. Big milestone. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what else do you guys feel you do well in, in differentiating yourselves from other shops? Like, how, how competitive is it? I know there's plenty of heads. I think it's really, like, like oh, it's not, man. is it not, it's, it's not, not cutthroat? We don't, yeah, no we don't, we don't, we don't see, we don't look at barbering. We don't look at any other barbers, any other shops as competition. Okay. You know, that's what I feel like, you know, growing up and been doing it for so long. You know, I saw how it could be and how cutthroat it can be, and I just didn't want that for for myself and for for all of us and whoever. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there you there's so many people in this in the city, so many people in our in our surroundings that even if it was just one shop, there's no way that this one shop can cut every single person. 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 Yeah. 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 There's there. no way. There's so many people. Yeah. The way that I look at it is like. Other other barber shops, if we help each other, we learn, we kind of promote each other. Could because as, as long as people are getting taken care of with with good quality haircuts, and that's if all that good matters. You know? and that's all that really that matters. There's barber shops that take credit and they want to help people. Good, let's let's co- let's work together. Let's learn from each other because that's what we want. Yeah, yeah it's it's to help everyone. Because there's, there's a barber shop for every customer or guest or whatever you know, and vice versa. So. Everyone will gravitate towards what they like, and if as long as there's a lot of good quality barbershops out there, there's no competition. Like that's that's better for the city. That's better for everybody. Nice, you yeah. know. Yeah. There's also there's different. Yeah, we there's, all do the same thing. You know, right? Right. it's all love. There's yeah. There's all the, there's all there's all the shops with different price points, different vibes, different persons. So it's like for for people who look for somewhere that can be somewhere quick, quick on the go. And so there's there's places that charge lower. Not that it's bad or wrong, because if there's there's a family with five kids, you can't expect her to spend a yeah. dollar for a, even though they want that. But then with there's different tiers of that and I feel like 
like as Patrick was saying, there's there's a right shot. There's a there's a right shot for everybody. So yeah, it all depends on personal preference, you know. Right. And all we're trying to give is like the best version of ourselves. Oh, I love that. You know. Um, how did you guys come to this price point? Is it still it's forty, right? Mm-hmm. How did you guys come to that? Because I've never been to another shop that's forty. I mean, and, and you guys know, like obviously have come to know your worth, but how did you come up to that? It was kind of based around where we have been at and okay. like what we were charging before. Kind of, I don't know, just kind of just the time. It's the times. Like, the are time there other time. shops that do charge forty that yeah. I just don't? Oh, yeah. there are. Okay, I have no idea then. Yeah, actually, before coming here, I was, you know, I was, I was charging more. Good for you. You know, know your but, value. Yeah, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, you know. A piece of paper doesn't equate to what who we are and what yeah. we charge and what we're worth. Yeah, that's I, not the, that's not the main. That, yeah, what that's not. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously it's a business, right? And like, sure, money is involved, but like I said, from what we've been talking about is this is our this is what we love doing, you know. So it's money is not the first priority that we think about, you know. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. When you guys were coming up. Um, can you describe or remember a time where you had an unsatisfied customer? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah. and sometimes they don't show it right away. But like, how is how do we fix that? By keeping composure, being handling it with class, mm-hmm. and and to really give the best service. Meaning, if just just for example. I'll be. I'll. I'll say my. <laughs> and there has been a time where I'm, I'm running behind, mm. really late. I was running behind, and in this case, I did everything that I could in my chance to to give to address the client. Have running behind and probably doesn't. And for whatever the reason was, and then, actually, you know what? <laughs> this, I was like, when he's in the chair, he was upset that it was it was late. Definitely gave him the the same service quality, sure. whether I'm late or not. As as he was uh, as he was leaving, he was he was really he was really uh, he was really upset. And then, but the thing because of he said I didn't value his time. But really, I I feel like if I what I, I look back at it, what have I what have I done? What did I did I do everything that best I could? Okay, to, and then did I. Italian. No, I was like, no, but really, I just, if anything, I offered to, to take care of the service for his time, to use his cut. And then in that case, I feel like, I don't know if that's the right or wrong, but really, I did everything that I could, and he was unhappy still. That's why, when you're asking, has there ever been a time where a client was unsatisfied, happy? Yes, he, he, left, he left upset because of he was late mm-hmm. or something, but then mm-hmm. I feel like, in that case, I I did everything that I could, and I apologize. It's also how you how you recover from it, you know. Like yeah. how do you how do you treat the situation, you know? Yeah. So it's like apologizing for it and stating what the what the problem was, and it's, it's how you fix it next time, you know. Yeah. What um, what else can you ask? Because it's so subjective when you like you have a certain vision for someone's cut in your head, and what if that vision doesn't meet their expectations, right? Yeah. So like. What else can you do to set yourself up for success before starting the cut? You know, besides asking, oh, what did you get last time? Oh, well, it's it's all about consultation. consultation. Oh. That's that's amazing. What are their likes and dislikes and what 
what's their vision and what's their goal mm-hmm. and how and how we can, you know can help with that because the consultation is probably the most important part of the haircut mm-hmm. um, the haircut itself is probably a little bit easier mm-hmm. you know once you guys are on the same page you get to know uh, the customer the guest that uh, what they mm-hmm. what they do for work kind of you know it kind of ta- like I said we're tailoring this haircut to them not only just our head shape their their hair type yeah. or whatever it's it's the whole look you know and a lot of clients come in with like a photo too oh, for so real? that helps yeah. a lot oh, yeah, and then we could yeah. go off of that yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's how you prepare and then in the consultation you're also looking for the head shape and making sure you know okay there's a colic here I gotta watch out for that, you know. So you're kind of building this thing as you're having a conversation with with the customer. Yeah. So, yeah. What are What are some things, if there are any things that you wish you were taught in barber school that you learned on your own? Hmm. Oh. Because that collar thing's huge, and not a lot of barbers pay it. I, to me, in my experience, haven't paid attention to it. I remember what, the first time, I, one of the first few times I came to Andre's, like. One of you, I think either Pat or Carl, was explaining like the way like you should be cutting around it, and I was like, "Wow, that makes a lot of sense." Um, man, I mean, it's just overall experience. I mean, there's only a certain amount of stuff that you can learn in school in, in that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hard to pick you. one thing. I mean, going it, going in depth of. I mean, I. The amount of work and time that you do in 1,500 hours, just the fact of just seeing more heads, you know, seeing more cuts, that's the only, there's nothing specific I can say. It's, it's, that's a hard question. It's like, because it's like everything, (laughs) like to know more about every single part of it, shears, um, even more on the head shapes. It's like to just keep repeating and just keep doing it all, you know. Um, Now, you guys got real lucky with, building your dream team if you were in the room um in in the future to bring on future barbers what's the process to come on like what's your process of just um, coming in here filtering? hanging out with yeah. us just hanging out okay okay just, just come in we have to see yourself, yeah introduce yourself come in and just just let us know about yourself and and then you got to show us that you really want to be here that you really want to be a barber you know that you really do have this passion okay the for it. The, the cutting aspect can always be taught. It's it's character. We want we we, we we definitely people who have character and and how they carry themselves, how they present themselves, professional, classy, all that th- those those type of things is what that is what is hard to teach. You can't really you can't teach, teach that. that. Mm-hmm. Can't teach that. But skills we have so many people who've been going for it. We and we we are in, we have are in an environment that we like to share knowledge, to teach, and to help each other. So yeah. that's not a problem at all. Interesting. Um, and to go with that, and to go with collabing with other barbers, um, I think you guys did it a while ago. But maybe it was like an in-house, um, like a training session. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys see that as? something that can be another possibility oh, in the future oh, for sure oh, yes. future yes. mind for sure. games with other barbers oh, yes. just That's a collective of the yes. like sharing information That's it's, it's fun yeah. yeah it's just we just gotta plan it out and, and we, we do intend to have more you know those are fun <laughs> where yeah so what's where can you take like outside of owning a shop what can a barber do to just 
grow their roots, just like keep growing and expanding. Mm-hmm. So aside from owning your own business, maybe like, are there, I'm sure there are barbers that like run s- seminars at Venice. Yeah, yeah. Right? Every, okay. everybody's doing education. Like. What, what else? I mean, what about, and we talked about this before, but like just giving back to the community. Yes. People that maybe can't afford cuts, but need cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just, yeah. you could, nowadays we have clippers that are cordless. You can cut anywhere you want, bring it anywhere. You can, okay. people, people you meet and help help people down from the streets, or you can even bring it doing house calls, high-end house calls. Yeah. It's, it's really wherever you want to take barbering to it. And, and aside from teaching, there's also, there's different, there's a platform. There's uh, yeah, different like platforms. Platforms, platforms. You could like, uh, you can cut like platform um, cutting on on stages where people just just looking and learn your your sponsorships, sponsors. That's what I'm talking. Oh. about. And you can you can get sponsored mm-hmm. by companies oh. where you go to hair shows, trade shows, and you're not necessarily yeah. You you could be people ask you, you could teach, but you really you're just representing their brand and just cut, which is kind of cool to see. Yeah, you make products. Are you are you focusing like the question mainly on barbering itself or what can you do with that skill set? That skill set, that skill set is one thing. Mm. Um, You know, going back to character and building a network and brand, the brand, the network, and you know, having everything else. What's the word I'm looking for? Stem it stems from barbering, but then that it it could go any any which way Whatever you want way to go. Whatever way you want to yeah. take it. Barbering really? is just the beginning. You know, cutting hair is just the basis of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> what? Because um, be on set. You can even take cutting hair and cut hair on set, and for cutting people for mu- music videos, movies, you can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can be anywhere, and that's what's that's what's kind of cool. Depending on what kind of barber or what kind of experiences that you what suits you and your lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah. Damn. Um, how long should a standard cut take <laughs> oh man that's up, that's, that's up to the barber that's the artist, up to the barber you know, yeah right? whenever they feel and that you know it's done and it's right oh wow that's when it's done has there's anyone no time. told you like it's taking too long kids <laughs> little kids, <laughs> kids. <laughs> little yeah. kids you start screaming <laughs> in their attention but really that's like I think it's just like a, a, a side. That's something I'm constantly working and, and learning about my skill and, and kind of learn how to be more efficient. But really, it's the quality at the end of the day is like. Remember, so w- before I cut, I have this vision of the picture, and there, it, like like Dang said, this is a feeling of when you mm-hmm. feel it, it's right. But there's a vision of the picture, so it's cutting it until it hits that. Then, then, then I then I satisfy my feeling inside of the art. Then for the client. That means I know that they're getting the best of me, what mm-hmm. I can give. But that doesn't necessarily. That's why I, the time is is so valuable, now. And I'm sorry for <laughs> everyone. I'm sorry for being shout, shout out to Carlos uh, clients. Clients, man, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, but, but like, I've never left wanna, unsatisfied. I just want. That's the thing, though. You know. I just want. I just want to give everybody the best of what I can, and I, maybe sometimes I do overthink because I want. I think so much of wanting to make it so perfect, but really can't. But I mean, that's yeah. a good problem. To, yeah. Your barber OCD, OCD, barber yeah. OCD. Yeah. yeah. No, but in the end of the day, people got stuff to do, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of a balance between, you know, perfection or your your um, attempt at it, and uh, 
and people got to go, you know? So yeah. I, for me, I think myself, like I definitely, if I get a 10 minute haircut, I don't think it's done, you know, right, for sure. Right, right. As, uh, as co-owners, um, how do you feel about your team members um, trying to seek out their own professional development and kind of making the name for themselves? Like if they were to pick up clients on their own, like maybe we're for it. house We're calls. all for it. You're yeah. all for yeah. it. 100%. Yeah. Any way we can help and whatever, cultivate that, whatever help they need. Whatever they're trying there. to do, if we can help in any way, yeah, man. want them to reach their goals. I feel like there's a low turnover rate, especially with you guys since you've built a dream team. Oh, I mean, like I said, we just started, so yeah. it's like, right? It's like we don't know where everyone's gonna go, and I mean, we only assume. And that's okay if people do go. Oh yeah, yeah most definitely, most definitely. Would you? Would, I, hundred percent support. I feel like I, if anyone were to have and want to get their own shop, however, or even for something and the opportunity or experience for their life, we would support and and really we wanna. We do want to give everything we can and even help start them, start mm-hmm. them to just the way that Kirk was to us mm. when he worked at Andres. He led by example. Yeah. He led by yeah. example. He helped us. He supported us and comes in the shop and we still, we can remain that, that connection. I, I personally, we, we personally do not want to, we, we spent all these years with family Then the moment that they're not with us, it's not like you forget about all that. No, it's, it's, it's forever. We, we yeah. stay tight forever. And yeah. Mm. I think that at the same time like we want to we do want to build something where like like you said you know I feel, I feel like barbering does have a high turnover rate okay because you know you know people you know, what, what are they, they seeking then why are they leaving are they, like like you got maybe I guess you guys left because you wanted to make your own name like everyone wants to make an, mm-hmm. their own name for themselves but maybe one day they they've come to a, a collective fernwood where they believe in the overall the vi- mission the vis- of yeah, knowing the vision and yeah the vision right so maybe they're, they're, we're all finding for a, a second family that, that yeah, yeah, sit well with. For sure. I mean, okay. I mean, I think with any job, if you enjoy the environment that you're working at, you're gonna stay there. And I'm sure you guys don't feel like bosses. No, no. I, no. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just trying to, not only for the customers, it's just for all of us as well, create an environment that we just enjoy coming to. Because a lot of us, this we're here maybe longer than we are at home, you know, mm. and you know, and and just trying to trying to make that a little easier. And good good segue, because you guys work live to work. Well, you know, your work is your life essentially. Whereas a lot of people work to live, and like whatever they do professionally is just a paycheck, and they mm. go home, and that's when they feel like they're living. Oh man, the, yeah. The the crazy thing is is like when when it comes to when I come into the day to work and I look at the either clients or people who's in, it's really expressing yourself, meeting people and helping them and and to determine if it was a good day or not at the end of the day, were people happy? Do I feel did I get a good feeling from my day of helping people? Yeah, then that's it. Then that's my day. That's life. That's the beauty. That's simple as that. The number one, this is actually, but really, like, yeah, it's just. Yeah, we do get to wake up every day and, like, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Just happy. Like, not a lot of people can say that. But we get to do what we love to do. Yeah. You know? 
yeah. could get you know wake up come to work with my brothers you know listen to good music vibe out good conversations you know everybody that walks through that door is family too so it's literally like just catching up with them and you know what's the furthest someone drives to come here Ooh, i have from all the way from gurney get the fuck out i've had no actually i have uh, clients who fly in uh, yeah. to get no, haircuts no, and then New York. Yeah. How often? Once a month? Uh, once a month? Once in three weeks. Three, four weeks. Well, he travels yeah. a lot for yeah. work. Yeah. He travels for work. It's not just, just, yeah. just for, He just travels not just, yeah. But I do have a, you know, a friend yeah. or client who lives in New York and he comes back every month to get a haircut. Oh so he won't get a haircut anywhere else. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Um... Any advice for up and coming um, barbers? Ooh, have just fun keep yeah, yeah, have fun. Keep have pushing, fun. you know, keep pushing forward. Have you seen any barbers that ended up not liking it? I guess. Um. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Or or, or liking it, but still struggling. Like how? At what point do you're like? Oh, I don't know if you got it, or is there not a point? Like, like, for, well, it's not up to me to be like, hey, this guy doesn't got, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's, in, it's all up to them, you know, if they want to continue it or not. Maybe something came up that in their life is better, you mm-hmm. know. Everyone, yes. it's, every situation mm-hmm. is different. So I wouldn't say that just because they started, stopped being a barber, that was a failure, you know. Maybe they're just really good, but it's just something for their family setting just fits and and they have another opportunity that is greater for them mm-hmm. you know i i see that damn but, but yeah any any just broad advice any broad like as up and come in always ask as many questions learn yeah. from from other people who've been doing it before don't be shy mm. to ask for help or questions or watch videos because the moment you feel like you know it all and and you you feel like you got it only then that's when you limit and you will stunt the yeah, don't be cocky career. don't yeah. be selfish yeah that's another you're always learning just always students always do yeah yeah you guys don't even call yourself masters no not no, at all definitely not. not at all um i noticed that you guys don't used to carry laywright at um andres hmm. i don't see that here <laughs> is there no. do, do barbers kind of make their own products is that is that a thing? They, they do yeah people really? do mm-hmm. Okay. Eventually, uh, we'd yeah. want to, to do our That's own, so cool. too. Um, but it's just here. It's just very minimal. Like, we just wanted to... We, yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. There's, there's so much product. So yeah, it doesn't saying, have to like, be just one thing. It doesn't have to yeah. be just late, right? You know? mm. All personal preference. It's all preference. Hmm. It's like we were talking about craft beer, right? There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot. It's hard there's to keep up. Um, I like with product, too. Where do you want? Where do you see Fernwood in five to ten years? Ooh, beacon of the community. <laughs> a beacon of the community. <laughs> still here. Still here. <laughs> still here. I, I hope. I hope we're still here. Um, yeah, who knows? Still helping. Helping I. Yeah, I just got this. This weird. I mean, for myself, it's like when I say things. When I say things out loud and what I see in my vision, until it actually happens or it's something concrete, then when I I can talk about it. Okay. Because if I feel like he doesn't want to jinx it, he's a a true believer. And and, and so far, just from past experiences, it has. So like when I 
when I say things because when I say something out loud, like you kind of, mm-hmm. but it feels you good cr- to hear it. You create, it feels, yeah. you create accountability. People hold you accountable too. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or not even that. I mean, even if you like wrote it down on paper and tucked it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that's, you're like that's what I, that's dumping more, it, that's dumping more it of, into. That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. Making it concrete. I, and yeah. I have done that. Okay. And I have okay. done that. And okay. actually, I wrote that in the sh- <laughs> for the shop. I wrote that. that I wrote that down, and I yeah. can show that. But, but that's why, like, I can't. I mean, that can't. Okay. But yeah, I just that's, feel. That's cool. Yeah. At the same time, I like to speak things into existence as well. Yeah. So. What do you think it would it, it, it will be in four or five years? Five, years. Oh man. I mean, do you think that you lose its? We talked about this earlier, but like lose its charm if you're trying to scale too quickly. Yeah, and it, you know, we if have if something happened, good. Like, why ruin yeah. it, right? In a way. Yeah. If it happened to the point where we we it worked in in the benefit for for the the whole thing, like the whole picture is to have another shop, then it is. But if at the moment this is this is the yeah. goal this is what we're how do we improve yeah. and I do yeah I do want to create a, a space for you know any individual who's just you know I wouldn't say lost but they don't know exactly what they want to do oh. and you know this is something where you could come into and it's so hard to speak on like could you just maybe what if you contacted the alderman of uh, is there an alderman of North Center is that is that yeah. the thing right uh-huh. and uh-huh. and be like hey you know if you could put out a flyer for people that are interested in becoming barbers we'd be more than happy to host you know a shot like a, a you know a meet and greet um, mm-hmm. or like a shadowing opportunity if that's something you you guys are yeah, yeah I, I mean it's, sure. it's, it's, yeah. we've definitely talked about stuff like oh, that okay, oh, okay. Yeah. but like yeah. um yeah anybody yeah. that is seeking. You know, Something, coming to, to, you know? to barbering, and if we can even help that, you know, move along. And it doesn't uh, put it this way. It doesn't even have to be barbering. It's almost like if you just barbering is go, the base of it. Yeah, you like know? If, or like if you wanted to do like what you love to do, a passion, whatever it is, you know. Any way we can help, help showcase you and help yeah. promote or help support you in that way. Mm. We have a lot of talented people that come in here: photographers, artists, musicians, yeah. DJs. All types. Have you guys, um, and you had art hanging up earlier, have you guys heard of So Far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you had a So Far show in here? No, I mean, cool. that, that's also something we've talked about. Like, something, you know, use the space, right? And, I mean, it doesn't even have to be So Far, but like, you, I'm sure yeah, you guys yeah. know well, up-and-coming artists that would, mm-hmm. you know, would love a space, and you guys have a beautiful space here. So Thank you. you. That'd be Thanks. great. Thank you. We, we want to just also have a space for, like you said, with the art. If anybody, any artist that wanted to you know, showcase any of their work here, you know, hit us up, like, mm-hmm. for sure. Anybody who needs a home, oh, you're welcome man. here. Because, yeah. In any any aspect of your life, you know. Right. Phys- you know, mentally or physically or right. whatever. Let's make it work. Anything. Yeah. If you have an idea, hit us up. Let's see yeah. how we can help each other. Help each collab. other. Collab. Yeah. I collab. think collabs make the world go round. They're yes. fun. You yeah. know, like, they're fun. Right. Like how yeah. how create how can you get creative with? Yeah, we're collabing right now. We are. Yeah. No, th- like this isn't an excuse to have good conversation. I'm not one for, um, uh, small talk. Mm. I don't do small talk. I can't. Yeah. I can't talk about the weather. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. this is my excuse to like same yeah. mind jam with people. Mm-hmm. And then you with one on one with with your exactly. guests in the chair. Exactly. That's your opportunity yes. to mind jam. So this is like new for me. You know, new for us. Yeah. So I feel like this. Yeah, being, being <laughs> in front of a camera it feels. Weird. different yeah you know yeah. do you feel but like your soul is being sucked into the camera no no it's no i i don't i'm still getting used to it i don't feel like i'm being myself oh oh okay. if, if yeah if, if we want to be you know 
truthful here. Even an hour in. It's no. I mean, I still feel comfortable. Wow. But like, I, I, you know, I think if you were to film me speaking to my, you know, friends or clients, sure. whoever in the chair, it'd be, it'd be similar. But like, I, you you would catch more of who I am mm. as a person. Interesting. You know. Yeah, I thought about doing that, doing like a behind the scenes of mm-hmm. that, but I don't think I have the time to be running around and yeah, catching yeah. you guys in your in your space. Uh, maybe one day. Um, but that's no, but we appreciate this. Like this is cool. Yeah. You is know, there like, is there anything else you guys have said plenty to your to your past guests? But is there anything else that you would say to up and coming um, barbers or any of the family members that have walked through the doors here for Fernwood? What do we want to say to them? Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Just thank you for yeah. you know being there for us, supporting us, and and you know we love you guys. We love it. Yeah, especially especially the family at home. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm married. I got a little little girl, um, and it's it's for me. It's just finding the balance between home and my other home. Well, how know? how long how how often are you away from from home? Well, I mean, I it's mean, just like any any work day, but it's just in a sense, it's like you know. Especially opening up a shop, there's mm. a lot. There's so You're much never that done goes working, into it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's fun and all, but there's also it's a business. Like you, you're constantly thinking about it, and then kind of how to shut off when you get home, you know. And I, I, yeah. thank you for holding it down, Erica. <laughs> Casey, I like to. To talk, I mean, if I'm, yeah, to talk to all the barbers, people, and clients, friends, friends who come into the shop is that for for everything that people had say good things to say about Fernwood, the shop, the space, I, I and I really, really want to say that it wouldn't really wouldn't be without without the energy and the, the the positivity that the people that are in our chairs, because when people say, oh, I feel this vibe, but really, the vibe isn't really just coming from the barbers. All, we're, what we're doing yeah, is the, it was the art part. The vibe is what everybody else who's sitting and waiting and, mm. and, and talking to each other, that is what makes Fernwood what it is. And someone says, like, you can't, I, I don't know, I can't explain it. And that that thing is, is, is I feel like it's like a power. Like, it's like, a, it's like it's something. You can feel yeah. it. You can feel it, but you can't. So that's why, unless you come into the shop, then you can really feel what, what it is we're about. But... But really, we're not doing. We we just want to help people, but yet something more comes back from it, and that's thanks. Thanks that's for a plus, everyone who you believes know, in yeah. us too. Yeah. Damn. Thank you guys for doing this. Um, where can people find you guys? Um, Instagram Fernwoodbarbers dot com. Yeah. Forty twenty five North Damien, Chicago, Illinois. Okay. At Fernwood Barbers. At yeah. Fernwood Barbers. At Barbers. Yeah. Fernwood yeah. Barbers at Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll link all you guys yeah. in, in the video and stuff like that. But um, thank you guys so much for, for coming on. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank mm-hmm. you for having us. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Stay curious. Abla Aloha. <laughs> all right.